Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. It's been an exciting week. I tell you, we've, uh, man, just show every day, every day. Uh, For the next two weeks, that's what what it's going to be for next week. I have a week off, and then it all starts up again. Um, We are just doing a ton of shows this time of year, so that's a good thing. That is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for all of the emails, um, or as the kids say uh, today, I'm going to butcher this, I'm sure, uh, the DMs and whatnot. um, I appreciate it. Uh, Everything is fine in uh, regards to the sister-in-law, and um, it's all good, and I'm not allowed to say anything more about that on the air. I was uh, informed yesterday. (laughs) I'm sure you guys understand. It's a family thing, you know. Um, anyhow, I am, man, I'm, I'm a little out of sorts. I, uh, My wife, Danny, is actually out doing some stuff uh, in that uh, in that room. And um, so I was home for dinner for my, by myself today. And, uh, you know, when the, when the cat's away, the mice will play. So I just, I had a dinner, me and, me and my, my dog. I, my dog didn't eat this. She ate regular dog food. Uh, but I had Doritos for dinner, and now I don't. As any mom will tell you, any mom will tell you, um, that's terrible, and you're just gonna feel sick about it. And yeah, I don't feel so great. I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. I should have had some carrot sticks or something, man. Oh, baby. Um, no, but I will be fine. I, I will. I will get through it. I promise you. I've been through worse. Anyhow. I'm very excited with our guest tonight. Um, she is just very, very cool. I just watched, uh, we had the director of The Nest on last night, uh, James Huddle, and um, we had one of the main stars on tonight, um, Sarah Navarrete. I, man, I'm butchering her name. I can tell. Um, I can hear the cringe. I had her on hold, and but I could still hear the cringe through it. Uh, through <laughs> Not at all. It's a hard one. <laughs> I'm telling it, it you, it is pronounced Sarah Navratil. It's you're super close, so don't even worry about it. Everyone butchers it. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but that's a German name, right? You know what? I believe it is actually Czechoslovakian. It's from my dad's side of the family, oh, so when it was still gotcha. Czechoslovakia, yeah, I, I believe that's the origin of that one. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's uh, I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a rough one. It's it's very strange. My uh, my wife's maiden name was uh, is Glunt, and um, she, um, you know, it's it's weird. Everybody's like, oh, she must be very German. I'm like, I think she's maybe a, a quarter German. May I, I don't know how it works, but mm. um, she definitely is more Italian and Irish than, uh, you know, she's a European mutt. That's what she is, and uh, you know, we love her. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're all from all these weird, weird corners of the world, right? Where none of us actually American. I mean, yes, American, of course, but all these names come from all these different places, right? And um, that's why we're the melting pot. Absolutely. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So now, no, I would have asked because I don't know, Sarah. uh, You live. You're uh, on the West Coast, or you uh, in the Atlanta? Because uh, I know there's a lot of film stuff that goes on there. Where are you at? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Atlanta, actually. I just moved to Atlanta, nice. I want to say, just over two years I've been here now um, from L.A. Uh, I was where I lived previously. And I love it. I absolutely love it here. It's beautiful. Um, the people are really nice. There's great hiking. Um, so I've settled in a little oh, bit. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to hang for a while. And there's work to be found. There's there is. It's I have a very. Nice. I... Oh no, it's very nice. Especially yeah, in your game, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I have a good friend of mine. Really like. Oh, so... I'm so sorry. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. This this is what happens. We'll get a vibe going here. Believe me, I've done enough of these. Um, we'll definitely get a vibe. It's hard, though, because we can't see each other. See, this is why I need – everybody keeps bucking me to do video. They're, they're like, you should do video. You know, Joe Rogan's doing – oh, yeah, Joe Rogan can afford to do video. And um, and I'm lazy, man. I, I don't – I one of the things I liked about this whole past year is I loved the masks. I was not one of these people saying, I don't want to wear a mask. If I don't have to shave or I have an excuse or something, you know, I am all about it. Um, um, I, I love if I did it, too, a, especially in the winter. I felt like it really kept my face warm, yeah. you know. So I, I liked it as well. And the fact that you just didn't have to put on normal people clothes. You can just be in sweats all day. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I've been barefoot for three months Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Gotta, yeah. Look on the upside a little bit, right? Wherever we can. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No, I was going to say, I have a friend of mine who lives, uh, who's, you know, lived in, he's been in the, uh, the the film game, really more of the radio uh, game, but he also does some film work and whatnot. And um, and he's big in the, uh, the animation game and mm-hmm. uh, does a lot of voice work. And he, you know, grew up in L.A., you know, greater L.A., and, and has lived there his whole life. But he just got an apartment in Atlanta because he's got to go there every other week for, like, you know, to work. And he's yeah. like, it's just cheaper than a hotel, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, yeah, first yeah, world problems. I, <laughs> I can't say pretty good to me. things about yeah. Atlanta. It, it is. It's a great city, and the, the industry is, is really taking off here. There's, there's plenty of work, which is really nice. Um, but it still feels um, almost small townish. Like you really kind of start right. to know everybody. It's a smaller. It feels like a smaller community, um, and it, it does. It has that small town vibe, people are nice. so, um, which I love. Yeah, they are. They are really kind, and I feel that people are really um, kind of looking to boost each other up, which I think is is such mm. a wonderful thing and something that sometimes you feel is missing from the industry. Um, or can be. I've been I've been fairly lucky, I have to say. But people here really are rooting for each other, um, and I feel that everywhere I go. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a fun town. I like Atlanta a lot. Um, I like Atlanta. I like um, uh, Nashville a lot. Um, mm. You know, and it's, it's both are just so up and coming. You know, every time I visit either of those cities, I see cranes on the distance. You know, building more buildings and stuff. And yeah me that that means something's happening you know that's a good thing so yeah very yeah. very cool so let me ask you this now you've been um asking i was looking at your imdb and um man what a ladies and gentlemen sarah is she is a thespian um right out of the gate man she's been doing this a minute um about 10 years now it looks like but what a range of characters you've played sarah Oh, thank you. Know, you. Yeah, I've been pretty fortunate. Yeah, I've been really fortunate. It's been a ton of fun. I mean, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. I I love it, and playing all those different characters is is, is amazing. It's such a blessing. Um, and you you just get to have a ball doing it. You never have to grow up. And I feel like I get to do the kid thing every day and just create and um, try something new. And sometimes you miss, and sometimes it it's a success. Um, but that's part of the fun. Oh, it's fantastic. And in what a w- wide range. Stargate, that's cool, you know, uh, all yeah. this stuff. Um, why, she even played a lady that was married to a chicken, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah, that was actually a really funny one. I, I enjoyed that. I was ter- I am. I still am a little bit terrified of birds. I am a huge animal person. Um, I actually am a veterinarian. Unless they're a bird. So I love animals, but I'm scared of birds. Yeah. I just feel like they can, um, their boots scare me, their talons scare me. So when I actually signed on for that, I was um, I was really hesitant at first, but I thought this would be a good <laughs> fear to overcome. And I fell in love with that chicken. Her name is Alice. We called her Alice, um, which was her name in the film, uh, actually, as well. Um, but I became very protective of <laughs> that chicken. Um, she became like wife. my little best friend. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a really fun one um, because you still endow that that animal with um, you know all of the feelings and the relationships you have with 
the person that it was because the, the premise of the story is that my, my wife all of a sudden I woke up one morning and she was she turned into a chicken or so I thought. Um, and playing <laughs> these like really dramatic scenes to this uh, this animal <laughs> was something I've never done before. Well, I'm sure you were fantastic at it. It's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now in the nest, um, you know, uh, it's just such a happy, uh, uh, happy-go-lucky character you put. No, I'm, I'm teasing a little bit. It's a it's a character in crisis. I don't want to give anything away. I want people to watch the nest. Um, it's one of my favorite films of the year so far. I really really like it. Um, oh, thank you. Well, yeah, you know, it, I can get where some people may not maybe get it. I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people. I'm I'm a painter by trade, so you know, I'm a little I'm one of those weirdo artsy people. Um, but I like stuff like this, you know, where it makes you think. And um, what are they really saying here? You know, one of those types. I, I'll pull the movie apart in my head um, three hours after it's finished. But it's um, you know, I, I keep focusing on it and thinking about it. Loved your character in this. Um, I have known so many people like your character in this. Um, well, you know, not being taken over by a zombie parasitic insect, but um, oh, no, prior I to that, that. <laughs> I think I might know a few. I used yeah, to, when I was a kid and used to go clubbing a lot. Um, we all maybe... Uh, <laughs> there we go. Way, but... Uh, Oh, man, why did I wake up with mascara on? How did that happen? <laughs> Crazy times, man. Crazy yeah. times. And who's in the shower? I, that's a whole oh, other no. show, ladies and gentlemen. That's a whole other show. Um, anyhow, now I'm a boring old man now. Uh, but not always, not always. But this is a great film, and I liked, uh, you, you know, I don't think we're telling any tales out of school because cause James talked about this last night, too. Uh, your character had drug problem, um, mm-hmm. you know, is suffering the, the, and that just doesn't stop, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, I don't know anybody who knows, who doesn't know someone that's been in that situation. Um, it isn't just that, like it stops and everything goes back to hunky-dory. You know, there's, there's, there's mess uh, that, that's involved, and you're dealing with this. And then on top of that, your daughter gets this crazy teddy barrel. Which, you know, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, zombie parasitic crazy bugs in it. Um, very cool film. Very cool film. I think it's going to be a cult classic, definitely. Uh, but you played, you were phenomenal in it. Oh, thank you. I I really appreciate that and, and for the support for the film. It, that was definitely what kind of drew me to it. Um, is the kind of underlying story, um, you know, of this family. Uh, I think that you can take the horror kind of bug aspect out of it um, and you would still right. have a story that's, that's heartfelt and, and what a lot of people are going through. Like you said already, you know, I, I don't think I know many families um, that haven't been affected by something like that or just the struggles that you find in a marriage. You know, that's, that's a very common theme in, in life. Um, Absolutely. So that was definitely something near and dear to my heart. You know, we have we've had that, those kinds of issues in in my immediate family as well. Um, so yeah, it was something that that was very important to me. Um, and kind of what you will do for family. I think at the end of the day, that's what I loved the most about the story um, was that mother daughter relationship. Um, and I think you as a mother will literally do anything for your child. And you just take it a little step further since it's kind of a horror film, but, like, what will you do for, for your kids? And, and that's anything. You would do anything to protect them, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't have any kids yet, but but I get it. You know, I see it. I'll yeah. tell you, he, about 10 years ago, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man now, um, uh, middle age, definitely. Uh, I hate to admit it. It is so true. Um, Oh, my gosh. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. 
If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. I, uh, the other day, I got to tell you, sir, I was at the, um, the bait store. And um, because about five years ago, I decided to quit smoking because I was still smoking mm-hmm. like a bonehead. Anybody out there still smoking, quit it. It's stupid. It, there's, there's no <laughs> redeeming qualities about it at all. Um, you know, I was coughing every morning when I got up. So uh, my, my, my girlfriend, my wife now, but she was girlfriend at the time, was like, why don't you try this vaping? Everybody's doing this vaping now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. And the plan was to vape for about, I don't know, you know, a couple of weeks, and then I'd be off of it, and uh, we'd all move on with our day. It's been five years, and I'm still vaping. Uh, I've basically traded one addiction for another. But yeah. um, I don't cough in the morning. So, you know, uh, there is an upside. Anyhow, I'm at the vape store, and this kid that works at the vape store, he's a great kid. I, I, go in, I know him. I go in there all the time, you know. And his, he's got the best job in the world. He watches television all day until a customer comes in and then, you know, sells him the stuff and then he's back to watching TV. 
and he was happening to he happened to be watching Star Wars, and so we're a couple guys, so you start talking about Star Wars as guys do, maybe girls do, I don't know, uh, but guys definitely do that. And um, you know, I thought I'd, I'd just blow him away a little bit, younger kid, and I said, you know, I saw this movie at the theater when I was a little kid. You know, my parents took me, and he looks without missing a beat, and he wasn't trying to be mean, he just just said it. And he goes, yeah, my dad, too, went and saw this when he was a kid. And for some reason, that just hit me. And I'm like, when did I become dad age? What is up yeah. with that? It hits you, you hard, know? doesn't it? Something like that happened um, for me the leave. other day, too, where we have a, we have oh. a young girl who's, still, who's just getting into college. And, um, mm. yeah, the other day we were all kind of standing around. We're like, oh, man, she, you know, you're, you're still so young. You're... You're such a baby, and um, me and another employee, we were like, wow, we could literally be your parents. We would have been young parents, but we all work together, and we but could, it could be, be possible. mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, that's just insane to think about. Yeah. Oh, it is, it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. Well, you did such a great job, though, playing a mom in this. Um, children of your own or um, just good at your job? <laughs> I'm a doggy mom. I don't have any children of my own. Yeah, no, no kids. Um, but I tend to play moms a lot, and I love working with mm. kids. Um, they're some of my favorite co-stars, um, just because they they're so off the cuff. You never know what's coming your way, um, and and they're they're just they're so talented. I, I have to say, they they don't have any hang-ups. They're not trying to prove anything, um, and you can just go in and, and really just do the scene, like just be there together, and you have to be really on your, your toes and react to whatever they're giving you because it's, it's never going to be what's on the page, which is, um, I think, such a right. blessing. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're some of, I think, the best co-stars to have uh, for a project. Oh, well, I would imagine, you know, and kids, you know, they pretend every day, you know, and that's just part of what they do, you know. They do. So, Their imagination oh, yeah. is wild. It's still completely untethered, right? It, it's incredible. Exactly. There's no, oh, I feel silly doing that. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, there's none of these hang-ups that, that grown-ups get, um, yeah. you know, through through whatever reason, you know, that just seems to happen. Um, I've never acted other than, you know, high school plays and stuff like that. Uh, a million years ago, you know, it was, uh, we were all living in bedrock. It was terrible. Um, didn't wear any shoes. It was just, uh, that's how long ago it was, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, not really. But um, <laughs> it seems like it every morning. Um, but here you are. Let me ask you, when you were a little girl, uh, which, you know, wasn't that long ago, but uh, did you know that, that, theater and showbiz was was what you wanted to be doing did that come later how did that how was that story yeah um you know what that actually came a little bit later for me um Mm. I did like to perform um I did a couple of you know high school plays and that was something I really really enjoyed um but I coming out of high school my parents really were always um and an education Mm. was very important so I ended up going to college, and I've also always um, worked in the veterinary field. That was something that I loved mm. doing. We were quite an animal family. We always had a bunch of dogs and cats and horses and guinea pigs running around. So I started nice. working at uh, veterinary hospitals when I was really young. I probably started um, volunteering when I was like 12, 13 years old and had my first job oh, at like wow. 15, 16, and that's always what I've done. Um, so I went to college, uh, Colorado State University, and studied biology with the intention of going to veterinary school. Um, I applied my senior year, didn't get in my, my first year. It's, it's really competitive. Um, so oh, I yeah? stayed at yeah, I stayed at CSU for a fifth year and was like, I'm going to pad my resume with some science classes. I was president of the pre-vet club, which was a really big deal <laughs> at the school. Um <laughs> Yeah, and got to play the game. Yeah, class. I got, I was ready. I was there. Um, but yeah, I was. I took an acting class for fun because I had a bunch of extra credits to kind of fill, and I just mm-hmm. I fell. I fell head over heels as as most uh. of these stories go. <laughs> yeah, 
I failed my pharmacology class. I've never failed a class in my life, but I just I stopped caring. Um, and I just immersed myself in theater. I, I auditioned for my first play there and um, was lucky enough to get cast in a really cool play called Polaroid Stories. And a year later, I decided instead of applying for vet school, I really wanted to move to L.A. and just see what my excitement was about um, and made nice. a leap, and here I am. Ten years later. <laughs> well, I tell you, Colorado to L.A., that's quite a culture shock. You know, it's a little different, um, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I lived in Southern California. I didn't live in L.A. I, I moved after school. Um, I went to college in Boston, and then I wanted the exact opposite. I said, I'm sick of snow. I'm sick of ice. Mm. I can't handle it. I need to go somewhere with palm trees. And I don't care where it is. I need palm trees. You know, and yeah. A lot of San Diego of all places, which city uh, was great, but it can be a little dull. So that means I was in L.A. every weekend. You know, that's where the action mm-hmm. is. Uh, <laughs> a lot more going on. And San Diego's great. Don't send me emails, people. Love it to death. But, you know, <laughs> when you're young, when you're a young fellow wolfing around, L.A.'s better to go. And uh, yeah. you know, movie stars and stuff. Um, so, yeah, so then you moved out to uh, – to the east here. Very, very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. Jumped around a little bit. I The cost of living in L.A. is pretty expensive, and I, I was still working, actually, in an emergency animal hospital when I was in L.A. Um, so it was a lot of daytime auditioning and working and then, um, you know, nights at the oh, animal right. hospital. Yeah, and after, like, seven years of that, I, I'm going to say I got a little tired. <laughs> so I, I wanted to change the pace. <laughs> so, um, made the move to Atlanta. Yeah. It happens. That's one of the weird things about Southern California. And I try to explain this to people, but people don't understand until they experience it. I've had so many friends um, message me and they're like, I get what you were saying now. Mm-hmm. Everything will move right along and your, your life will be happening in Southern California. And then you'll have, like, it's a weird, like, like you've entered a bubble of clarity for, like, and it can be short, like, for an hour or something. You know, just have this moment of, of mm-hmm. holy moly. I've been, you know, and it, for me it was, like, I've been coming up with X amount of money every month just to cover my life, you know. And yeah. um, it, it's very shocking and jarring. And I remember telling myself, I'm like, I could move to, like, Pigeon Forge, you know, Tennessee or something and live like a king on what I'm spending here. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my plan. And, you know, I, I went to Tennessee and I went to a bunch of places to see if, if maybe that's where I wanted to. Because for me, with my business, it's it, I can do it all internet-based um, pretty yeah. much, you know. So I'm like, I could really be anywhere. And, um, you know, I never planned on Florida at all, actually. I came in to visit a friend, you know, it's an old, the old story, ladies and gentlemen. I came to visit a friend, met a girl, and here I am. And <laughs> um, never left. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Spending about the same amount of money I was in San Diego. <laughs> Maybe it's mm-hmm. less. Uh, oh, but I'm happier, so that's the thing. Yeah. Um, well, that's that really is the thing. Cool. And LA is now, an amazing you... city. It, it, it is a great mm-hmm. city, and I feel like you learn so much and you meet so many creative people who are really focused on something. And, and um, I would say I've I made such great friend groups out there um, who are really inspiring and they're creative and they're funky and um, you know, so I think it's it's an important place for, for people to be, to kind of get those juices flowing sometimes. The city's always buzzing with that energy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, J- uh, James was kind of telling me about his little gig that he's got set up there, you know, with the whole pr- yeah. uh, production house and all that. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed because, uh, you know, I know that's, for those who don't know uh, that are listening, all that stuff that he was talking about last night, that stuff takes a lot to, to do, you know, to, uh, mm-hmm. he had mentioned, and he mentioned it very briefly in passing. We didn't even really get into it, but he, he, he had mentioned that they do like uh, equipment rental and stuff like that as well. Um, so mm-hmm. we got all this stuff on hand, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's hard to get that all going. Did you know him prior to the film or did you uh, get this role through a, like a casting agency or how did it all come about? 
um, you getting involved with the Nets. I, I didn't know James uh, beforehand. I, it was something I auditioned for. I put myself on tape for, uh, and then was asked to come out to Asheville for a callback, and then again for a chemistry read. Um, mm. So it was my first time kind of meeting everybody. But uh, James is fantastic, and Jennifer Trudrung, the writer, uh, was mm. also there for the um, both of the auditions. She actually read with us, which was which was really great. Um, yeah, so it, it, they were all brand new crew to me, um, but I know a lot of them know each other um, from previously right. from being in that town and I think, you know, in, in classes together and James having uh, the company that he does. So uh, they've worked uh, a few times. Well, that's amazing. That is amazing. And well, Sarah, you know how friends. it goes, too. You make <laughs> You make good friends. I said, you know how how it goes yeah. as well, and in, in, especially in entertainment, you make great friends, and yeah, you may not hear from somebody for two years, and then they call you up, and they're like, eh, you know, I got this this role here. Uh, we're doing the next uh, Marvel movie. Uh, can you come out and do it? You know, um, yeah, it's like no time is passed. I always say like a film set is like being at summer camp. You just you become fast friends really, really fast. Um, oh yeah. And it's it's kind of for life. You have people pop up in your circle over and over again. It's great. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www. Dot jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. 
uh, The Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Um, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's what I tell people in any business, in any business, not just showbiz, but um, in anything. And I tell you that the, the people I have known in the music business have the, the hardest time with this. Mm. Be nice to everybody you work with because chances are you might work with them again um, or yeah. someone they know. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah. No? Be on time. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so the world is a much smaller place than we think it is, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's cool, man. That is cool. Here you are. You're, you're making movies. You're, you're living in the Atlanta there, uh, probably hanging out in Buckhead and, uh, you know, have your uh, your dog. Do you have one dog, two dogs? I have one dog. I, I just adopted him actually in November, um, so he's nice. still new to me, but He's amazing. He's a Pyrenees Golden Mix named Oso, and I'm head over heels for him. He's a, he's a really sweet old man. I guess he's not that old anymore. Yeah, but, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He came into our hospital um, through a rescue group um, and was really mm. kind of beat up. He, he had a bunch of, like, infected bites all over him, so he stayed with us for a few mm. weeks as we kind of doctored him and, and got him back on his feet. And I couldn't let go. I couldn't couldn't let him go, so he came with me. <laughs> nice, nice. We have a, uh, I say we, it, it is so sad. I, I say we, uh, the cats are my wife. Um, she loves, she gets along with our dog. She gets along. Don't get me, I, I don't want people to think she doesn't. Her and the dog actually hang out a lot. Um, <laughs> I work from home, though, so me and the dog are constantly together, you know? And, um Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if anybody heard that or if my little cancel button worked there. Uh, man, I just sneezed terribly. Anyway, oh. um, hopefully <laughs> it did. Um, yeah, it's a new little gizmo I got. It's like, you know, oh, you, you have a cough or something? You can hit this button, and apparently it works. Yay, yeah, that right. was a yeah. good $30. I didn't hear spent. anything. <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so we got this dog. Um, we've had her for a couple of years now. She's a, a Sharpay. And um, she was rescue. The thing about rescues, and I'm not putting any of that down, because I, I tell people, adopt a dog. Man, there's so many dogs and, and animals out there that, that need help, you know, need a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but in our case, it's so weird. There's so many things, because you just don't know the history. You know what I mean? You don't know what their life had been like before you. And, you know, she's got a cute little scar over her, uh, uh, where her eyebrow, if she was a person, if she had an eyebrow. And, um, you know, of course, I always joke, people like, what happened? And I'm like, well, you know, it's a dueling scar, (laughs) you know, obviously. Um, No, but you don't know. And we had a weird situation where she was um, afraid of the toaster. Like, I'd make a baby in the morning, you know? Yeah, you know, I here in the studio, and then the you know, the room, the kitchen where the, the toaster is. And so whenever she, I would be making this, she would go under the table. She'd go hide and shake. You know, she was afraid. Oh. And I'm like, what could have possibly happened involving a toaster in her? You know, I mean, what is that about? So when I grew up in Metro Detroit, um, very rough town. And um, one day I was uh, – I don't know, I had some toast in. I forgot and put some toast in. So I stopped eating bagels for a while because I didn't want to scare her, you know. And it, it popped up, and I recognized the, the sound. I'm like, yeah, that's a gun being cocked. <laughs> that's what that sounds exactly like. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's horrible. That's traumatizing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm not saying she was shot or anything, but at some point, mm-hmm. a gun scared her. Enough to yeah. where she remembered it, you know. So we started, you know, I started t- 
toaster therapy with her and, um, <laughs> with Pop-Tarts and <laughs> me holding the toaster and we, we work out. You gotta, you know, you just gotta put in the work a little bit. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, love the, I love our, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm just bonded with this dog so much. It's, um, I have never, I don't have any children. Like I mentioned, I've never felt more what I imagine a father would feel one night. Um, she's her uh, her kennel her 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 things in here in the uh, this the workshop and um, she was in there and 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 had went to bed having a very regimented schedule and what she likes uh, apparently and anyway she was in the bed and somehow a frog had gotten into our house and we live in Florida so these things happen sometimes and it got into her kennel and I guess touched her foot or something and she freaked out. You know, she, she oh. acted just like a little girl, freaked out. And so we got the frog out and got it and put it outside. And he went on with his, you know, on his way with a story to tell. And I spent the next two and a half hours holding her like a baby in my arms, you know. Oh, she, she, she was taking that for all it was worth. She's like, Dad, just hold me. Just love me. Yeah. <laughs> for two and a half hours. And like I said, I, I, I imagine that's how fathers feel. <laughs> I don't know, you know. But, yeah, uh, that's what I kind of relate to. Probably not a good thing to do uh, if you're a parent and you're like, no, please, please don't refer to my child like like an animal, but uh, like a dog or something. But that's the closest that I kind of feel as well. And I I think animals are incredible because they, I mean, they, they get jealous. They get angry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they have all of the same emotions that I feel um, humans have. I mean, I've totally seen a dog get, get totally jealous or they're smiling. And, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's very easy to to feel that way about the pets, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, I think in your, in your case, too, you can use that emotion, that rocket fuel, you know, when you have to play a uh, – an empathetic person, like like a mother or something like that, a parent, and um, maybe channel some of that, draw that, you know, to your performance. And I think that's cool, you know. Speaking of, the dog just wanted to walk into the room, so I have to let him in so he can come in. Come and hang out. His ears were burning. What are you doing in there, Mom? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I definitely it doesn't, yeah, doesn't involve tree. He's like an old man. He, at one point in the evening, he just puts himself to bed um, the day <laughs> before. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I feel his pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Every night for me, about 1030, it happens, man. And, you know, there was a time when I would, that's when I was going out. That's when I was leaving the apartment, you know. Um, I'm like, okay, let's get this, let's get this started. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. When I was living in Germany or, or um, visiting friends in Germany, it was the same thing. You didn't even go out until 11 p.m. Right. Um, and then you, you'd come back at like 7 or 8 in the morning. You're sleeping on the subway. Yeah. And it was great. Um, but I couldn't do that now. <laughs> Mm-mm. There is no way. And it's weird. I've, I'm turned really into a morning person. I get up every day. People, they're amazed. that I'm like, that's just how I am. I get up about three thirty, four o'clock every morning, and for me it works great because my mind's clear. My I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders. You know, I get a lot done. The phone isn't yeah. ringing. Um, the house is quiet, and uh, I just knock stuff out. But um, my wife, there's no way, man. She 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 had to work this morning. She had the morning shift at her work. Had to had to be at work at seven, so that means she's leaving here at six. And uh, oh, she's. Texting me, you know, oh, I forgot to bring my lunch. Oh, I forgot to bring my water bottle. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. you know, hit that Starbucks. At Dunkin' Donuts, what can I tell you, you know? You're 45 oh, no. minutes away. Work it out. The struggle is real. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, let me ask you this, because I, I kind of was talking with James yesterday uh, about this. It's the creepiest bug I've ever seen in my life, I think. Uh, mm. In this, plays a starring role in this film. Now here you are, and I'm not trying to put any. Um, I'm not trying to be chauvinistic or any of this stuff. But, but, but here you are, a, a young lady, uh, you know, actress and whatnot. Do you have a thing? It seems to me 
that bug would scare the bejesus out of me. Was that hard to be around? Yeah, I only had to do one scene with the bug. Uh, so that was nice. Mm. Um, and it, it was a scene where I was sleeping. And the, mm. the, the, I mean, not to give too much away, we all know that there's a bug in the, in the movie, but the, the right, bug is right. kind of crawling across the covers towards me. Um, oh man, I and I, I don't know if, <laughs> yeah, I think if my, if I think if I, my eyes were open and I could see it, it would be one thing, but I have to admit that that scene was a little difficult because I had to have my eyes closed and I could, I could feel it and kind of hear it on the mattress on the bed. Um, and I had to not react to it. a big bug, ladies and gentlemen. Feel it getting closer and closer to my face. Um, now, of course, we had, you know, we had our, our bug wrangler uh, on set, and he was like, right. "Don't worry, I'm not going to let it get close to you." Um, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they have a few takes of me giggling, um, probably right. giggling <laughs> as I see oh. something kind of coming towards my face. And I don't think they they're not poisonous. You know, they're not harmful in any way. They're just really creepy looking. Right. Right. I tell you, yeah. man, it was about a couple months ago. Uh, like I said, I get up early, come in here to the workshop, and um, it had just been—it had been really rainy all night, like just hard rain all night. And um, and in our house, in our family, I, I'm the one—you know—my wife freaks out if she sees any type of insect or whatnot. So I'm the yeah. one that goes and scoops it up and puts it outside. You know, that's that's kind of my role in the family, among mm-hmm. us. And um, so. I don't like bugs, you know what I mean? But I, I, I'm not like, ooh, here, crawl on me. You know, no, I don't, I don't dig that. So I'm sitting in here, I come in here, have my cup of coffee, and I'm sitting, I'm getting ready to get to work. And for some reason, a, uh, in polite society, they call them a palmetto bug uh, down yeah. here in the south. It's not a palmetto, but it's a cockroach. And it's a big yeah. one, you know. And it had come in the house, I guess, to get out of the rain. Don't blame them. I probably would have also. Somehow I got into the house and, and crawled on my leg, like just jumped up on my leg. I lost it, man. I, I, I was like the dog when the, when the frog touched her foot. I was jumping around like a little girl, high-pitched, you know, crying. Mm-hmm. You did, and, your, um, your, did your, your, your horror queen scream at that moment as well. I'm like telling I you, man. <laughs> I am telling you, mm-hmm. and it's funny because um, my wife, I don't know, she was up a few days after that, maybe a week after that. She had to work morning shift. When, you know, her, she works retail, so it's, it's always changing. But she was up, and she's like, man, she goes, you're sitting here. She goes, I get that you're dressed, you know, um, but you have your shoes on. What is up with that? And I'm like, just be, I, I wear my shoes because in case I have to stomp a bug, if the one gets in the house or something, you know, I was still that traumatized. Two weeks after, um, I was ready, you know. Yeah, yeah we, we have those bugs here everywhere. Um, the oh, last man. place I lived in, we had a little issue with uh, quite a few of them coming in through the sunroom. And they, they are, they're huge. They're big. Oh, yeah, real big. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. We have a company that comes and does the property and whatnot, and, um, you know, we, we, we can call them if we have an issue, and I probably, okay, I'll admit it, I called them. <laughs> I called in the oh, early, man. I'm like, come on in. They're like, well, with your organic gardening, Jamie, you want us to use, I'm like, no, bring the heavy stuff. Bring it, I don't Get care. them out. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, like, <laughs> what is it that we're all so scared of? It's not, it's not as if most of those insects, especially no. those we're kind of talking about, hurt us in any way so so what is the phobia right i don't i think it's an it, that's what i was talking to james about too is, is i think that um no i get that this was a psychological drama and um you, you know and it, it, it's it's really cool on that level um and then he just takes it to the edgar Allan poe level of creepiness with the uh with the bugs you know uh, mm-hmm. and uh and it, and it really goes into one of my favorite movies was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And I think mm. you guys did this movie a little better because it's a little more subtle, you know, it's not right in your face. Mm. And um, I think that's cool. Uh, that's, that's, that's where it goes into art, you know? Um, yeah. 
But I was talking to him, and I said, I think that people just have evolved, you know, this weird fear of that. You know, I, maybe mm-hmm. it's just because it's so strange looking. I, you know, I don't know. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind looking at it so much. I don't want it on me. I don't want it on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. With you. <laughs> I agree. I don't know if it's because it's so hard. It's like you just feel them like calling, and you have no control. I don't know. I don't know what it is either. But um, it's all the legs for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's what's that one insect? It's it's like a centipede, or it looks like a cross between a centipede and a daddy long legs, and they've got those tri bendy legs, but they're almost fuzzy looking. They've got so much. It's, don't even look it up. It's terrible. Um, let's not even talk about it. Anyhow, uh, that teddy bear in this film was pretty creepy too, huh? Geez, could they get a creepier teddy bear? I don't think so. <laughs> so funny. I at first I thought he was pretty cute, um, you know, until things started happening later on. And I was like, oh, he's you know, big big eyes and kind of cute. But yeah, everybody else seems to think he's really creepy. So. Oh yeah. Well. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'll need to remind you once again, Sarah is German, so, you know, it's kind of explain uh-huh. that. That's yeah, that's where, that's where it comes from. <laughs> We're not scared of bears. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, I'm sleeping in this bed. You get yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Well, let me ask you, I, I know that we're running a little longer um, than we, I was supposed to, the thing's blinking at me, but you're fascinating, a lot of fun to talk to. Um, I know, computer, I know. For those who don't know, the computer just yelled at me. Can you hear that, Sarah, when, when she does that? I can't, no. Oh, okay. Well, here I am talking. Our computer, for some reason, my, my computer assistant is British. I don't know why. And she was just 90 seconds, Jamie, 90 seconds. I'm like, shut up. Change that. Anyhow, don't worry about it. we got plenty of time. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, uh, no, the myth, or uh, the myth, the nest, I mean, um, you, uh, you filmed this last year, right? Or year before last? Yeah, we, we literally squeaked this in right before um, the pandemic. So we were, I think, okay. finishing up at the end, I want to say the end of February, beginning of March, right in there. Um, oh, yeah. Kind of got it in right under the wire. Yeah, so it's, it's been a bit. So did you do any any um, acting work or whatnot during the pandemic? It probably just kind of shut down like everybody, right? It did. You know, um, I don't believe there was too much last year, um, but I, I did – just go out to LA for um, a feature film earlier this year, right again in like February, March, nice. um, which, which was nice. great. Yeah. To kind of go back to LA was really nice. I ended up actually staying with a friend who lives a block away from my very first uh, apartment that I had in Pasadena. Um, so it was kind of a nice full really? circle moment there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was out Did there you for go a buy it and see the, see oh, who yeah. lived in there now? Oh, yeah, I definitely walked I by have, it. I would have done it. I would have, <laughs> yeah. Look at these people. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. What's happening? I was like, there's probably like, who is this woman who's like peeking across the street into the <laughs> – yeah. Um, definitely walked by it, yeah. Um, nice. It was nice. Nice. I, um, I oftentimes wonder that. And I, I wonder, like, what did I leave behind? Like, did, surely there was some drunken night or something where I, uh, you know, dropped an earring or something. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. have yeah. they found it? Um, you know, it's, oh man, uh, yeah, we had, we had a blast in that that first place too. It was the two people I moved from Colorado with a, a couple, Luke Peckinpah and Megan Gray, um, and um, we we just had a blast in that house. He's this big burly redheaded cowboy, uh, like great great nephew of Sam Peckinpah, who did all the spaghetti westerns. Um, nice. Really good actor. Um, yeah, and uh, I just remember he would walk around in, like, little short shorts and an apron sometimes and cook barbecue <laughs> for us. And, um, you know, we had a good time. Megan was a lighting designer. So it was fun. Lots of good memories when you nice. think about your first places, right? Oh, yeah. And, and and a lot of those people and whatnot, you know, it's when you get to be my age, it's so long ago. You know, you're like, oh, man. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's crazy, yeah. too, like, the amount. I lived in Denver for a year, many years ago, 
And I think I was paying like $200 a month for a studio apartment. And I was talking to a friend of mine. They're like, oh, yeah, that's like, you know, $4,000 a month now. <laughs> You're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's cool. That is cool. Well, you've got this feature is going to be coming out soon, or is it still? Uh, well, they just filmed, so it's probably going to be cooking for a little bit, right? Yeah, they're editing. We just did our ADR for it, um, so they are in the process of give it, getting everything locked down, I think, um, and nice. you know, finding a, a distributor for it, which is cool. Um, and I was Very also cool. out there uh, script supervising on a movie as well, which is something that I've just started doing. Um, with a friend of mine, Kellen Gibbs, and that movie will be coming out um, probably, hopefully, later this year. Uh, and that one I'm really nice. proud of. I, I helped cast it. It was 54 roles, um, and he and I have kind of been working on that together for over a year as well. Um, so a couple of cool oh. projects coming out that I'm really proud of. That's a lot of roles. That's a lot. You're not supposed to have that many roles in indie film. Are you, you know? I, I mean, know. Did you read the memo? I don't know what we were thinking. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. We, we, it's a movie about a, a young woman, a young girl who starts waking up in a different person's body every day. Um, oh, wow. And just about her kind of psyche and how she, the, the kind of emotional roller coaster she goes on as she's trying to figure out what's happening. Um, so we, we got to work with just a ton of, of great actors, a lot of people we've worked with before, and, of course, some newbies as well. It was just fun to get, you know, get our whole group of friends together, uh, group circle of uh, friends together um, and create something really cool. And Kellen Gibbs, who is the, the director and writer of that, he's super young, and he puts out really, really great work. Um, I'm always so proud of, nice. of what he's done. So I think it's going to be an awesome project. I hope people will check that one out for sure. Well, absolutely, and we'll have you back on. We'll have you and some of the folks on yeah. from it um, when that's ready. You know, um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Sure, you're awesome. You can you can come on the show anytime you want to. You know, you sit at home. Everything's a rerun yeah. on TV. You know, um, you've yeah, already seen that fun. episode of Love Island. Um, you know, just give me a call. You can come on anytime. And, uh, uh, thank you. Oh, yeah, because I forgot. Uh, you know, you've had Richard Neal on, who was actually in the movie that I'm oh, talking yeah. about tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we can all just have a have a good chat sometime. This has been really fun. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, me and Richard have to watch it though on um, on Facebook. We'll we'll get a little our uh, our college elitism will come out every so often. We got we got to Uh-oh. we got to pull it back a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. <laughs> we I love it's like we're tag team wrestlers, and we're like let's just, let's just destroy this person. <laughs> And oh no! No, and it's 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 there's lots of typing and then lots of uh, deleting of comments uh, afterwards or erasing them before you post them. Uh, it happens. That's fair. Uh, but Richard's yeah, great. I love him, and he is he's a really good actor as well. Um, he is super, you know, yeah. super nice guy too. Um, yeah. Very very cool. Well, folks, I want to let you know once again the uh, the nest it's coming out next week, man. The twentieth mm-hmm. uh, comes up. Well, it's on Redbox right now. As a matter of fact, after I talked to James, he was telling me about that last night, I had to go to the uh, the grocery store. Um, I don't know what we had to buy, something for the dog or something. Anyway, we went to the grocery store to get her some greenies or something, and um, there was a Redbox there. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was. There you go. Yeah. But it's out in general um, everywhere on the 20th. Um, but in Redbox mm-hmm. until then, um, I want people to see it. And you have to go over to the, the, the website over there, um, thenesthorrormovie.com, um, and it has links to their Instagram and Facebook as well. It's a fantastic website. Um, I'm going to be, I don't know why on our show page, it's not listed right now, but it will be as soon as we finish the show up here. Uh, there will be a link to um, Sarah's uh, Facebook page as well, her, her official Facebook page. Uh, for her acting and whatnot. So you can see all kinds of cool stuff and whatnot that's going on in Feral World there. So awesome, man. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's It's been a blast just sitting and chatting with you. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, and you as well. You as well. Best to Os- Oslo, uh, I believe his name is. Oh, so. Yeah. Oh, so. 
Oh, awesome. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We, um, let's see, what is Today's Friday. Today is Friday. So um, we got a couple days off. I We will be back with the show on Monday. And, uh, yeah, we've got another another whole week of, uh, of shows next week. So lots of cool guests. We're mixing it up with some film people and music people next week. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We will see you then. This episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. We'll push it out on all the social media platforms, all the podcasting platforms. It'll be everywhere uh, in about 45 minutes to an hour. So there you go. Oh, and it's always ad-free on my Patreon. I have a sticky note here that I'm supposed to say that once an episode or something. Yeah, you can find out more about that on my website. Um, But, yeah, you can listen to the show without ads. Very, very cool. Okay, I will uh, see everybody later. Sarah, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. You are just so cool. Thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, for listening, and and go check out The Nest. Let me know what you think. That's right, The Nest. (laughs) It's a good movie, folks. It's a very cool movie. Okay, we will see you then. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.